All right, welcome to the first episode of Who Knows Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Olson here with Brad Dalby. Say hello. Hey. That was uh, terrible. We have to redo the whole thing. We can, no, we can just edit stuff out. Keep going. What should we do? I'm probably going to leave this part in, just for the record. <laughs> All right, welcome. This is the first episode of the Who Knows Podcast, a sports podcast. I'm Chris Olson here live in studio with... Brad Dalby. Wow, things are really about to get good, folks. So we'll go ahead and kick it off here. You know, I'm not sure if we're allowed to use a Jay-Z song, but if he calls us, we'll have made it. So if there's that, it is what it is at that point. Perfect. Really quick, we're going to get started. We're going to talk about some NBA stuff that's been going on, sort of the mid-season review, and then a Would You Rather segment, as long, along with some other popular sports stuff going on. Uh, Brad, really quick, talk about your background. What position did you play in uh, football growing up? Brad Dalby, six foot four, two twenty-five, working on getting that second one down. Uh, I was a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, linebacker, tight end. Uh, played a little everything. Uh, kind of jack of all trades. As well as a basketball star, is that correct? Yeah, star. Emphasis on the star. Wow. And uh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I kind of run the post. Uh, you know, again, six four, two twenty five. Low down low. Uh, What's your forty time? Uh, now or in my head? Now. Uh, if, if I, you if, finished DNF. <laughs> If I run six sub six five, I would be ecstatic. <laughs> and I'm Chris Olson. I played golf in high school, but act like I know a lot about sports. So it's a perfect combination here of people. But let's just go ahead and jump in here. We're brought to you first by Murdoch Hyundai. You've got to come and see us. <laughs> Call Dane if you need a car. Go ahead and reach out to him. But let's just jump in first. Uh, NBA midseason review. Who do you have winning the finals, Brad? Uh, it's tough to pick against Golden State. How many games? Uh, well, who do you have coming out of the East? That's, I'm asking you the same thing. Well, I would have... The, the East is tough. The top four teams in the East are really tough. So, I, I was reading recently that the Sixers are 1-7 against the other top four teams. That's pre-Tobias Harris. I guess so, but does Jimmy Butler make him better? Do you think Tobias Harris makes him that much better? Of course. Second best starting lineup in the league. I, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who comes out of the East, right? Do they lose in five uh, games to the Warriors? I, I think they're going to push them to six. Whoever comes out of the East, Who? my pick would be Toronto, I think. Really? I think I'd pick Toronto. The team with one superstar compared to the team with four? Uh, two All-Stars. Plus, Pascal Siakam should have been an All-Star. Pa- That's my hot Over pick. who? Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Really? D'Angelo Russell. He should have been the, the uh, what do you call it, the sub? The sub oh, the Victor alternate Oladipo. after Victor yeah, Oladipo. Oladipo. Right, right. Well... That's okay. I, I disagree with you there. I don't think Pascal's there this year. I think next year he's got a shot, especially after Kawhi leaves, unless yeah. you think he's sticking around. No. Should we even talk about the Eastern Conference? Does any of that matter? I mean, the Eastern Conference playoffs are going to be really fun this year. After the first round, of course. Are, first round's this new season. I'm not going to watch a Raptors-Bucks. I don't know if I'm interested in that. Why? I We all know who's going to win. I Kawhi. think it'll be exciting. Can anyone stop Giannis? Uh, Kawhi. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, Giannis, does he have a shot at the MVP or is it James Harden no matter what? You know, James Harden is doing stuff that's historically great, of course. But I have a, uh, what do I call it? A requirement for MVPs. All MVPs do they have? Do they have to be Serbian? Uh, that would be ideal, (laughs) yes. Nikola Jokic. 
For those uh, of you who don't follow basketball geography. We're not talking about any Bogdanoviches. We're talking about <laughs> Nikola Jokic there with the Serbian thing. Um, but all MVPs, I think, should be a top four seed in their conference. And right now, James Harden doesn't look like that's going to happen. Mm. But he's obviously doing stuff that's historically great, uh, i.e. Russell Westbrook when he went at 2017, 2016. Hold on. Russell Westbrook's averaged a triple-double now for three straight seasons. Should yeah. he get it again? No, it's no longer impressive. I he agree. It's, have, it's not cool anymore. My point is he shouldn't have won it the, the first time because I thought James Harden should have won it that year. He was, I think, uh, the sixth seed. I think Russell Westbrook mm. was the sixth seed that year and ended up getting smoked by James Harden in the first round, who was uh, obviously a top-four seed. And uh, I think that's just a, a stipulation for me. So I think Paul George is closer. I think what Paul George has done over the last 15 or so games, is, is he closer to Harden than Giannis at this point? No, I would, I would definitely put Giannis ahead of Paul George. But Paul George is certainly top four. Here's why I think Paul George. I think he not only does it on offense, but he does it on defense too. He probably should win defensive player of the year this year. And he's a top, what, five, six, seven offensive player too. Are you arguing against Giannis's defense? I just think Paul George is a better defender than Giannis, on uh, ball especially. He's great. I agree with your defensive player of the year take, but Giannis is amazing on defense. Giannis Rebounding, is... Rebounding, he's, he's great. He does it on both ends as well. The, the, I, all I'm saying is, Paul George, if I want somebody to lock down the last shot, I want Paul George on that guy, not Giannis. Giannis is great. I think he can lock him down, but Paul George is a great on-ball defender. Uh, I mean, I agree. He's certainly top four. Uh, maybe the best on-ball defender in the league. Okay. Uh, who would, you, would you rather have Paul George and Kawhi on that last shot? Oh, see, that's an interesting thing because Kawhi is just a better version of Paul George, right? At the end of the day. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I think they're closer than we think. I hope Gordon Hayward's leg heals like Paul George's. That's the only hope, right, is that he can be half the man Paul George is. You need to get over that Gordon Hayward beef. I've, I've just told you I'm rooting for him right now. I'm happy for him that he scored 26 points and it wasn't against the Timberwolves. A little backhanded compliment there, I think. Ka- wow, Kawhi maybe over Paul George. Not this season. Kawhi's been good. He's missed too many games. He's missed, I think, 15 games this year, which is kind of a lot. Yeah. Especially lot, to be in the MVP conversation. When you're in the Eastern Conference, you can get more of those DNPs. Yeah, you play the Knicks and the Cavs four times a year. It's totally fine. Well, uh, let's, let's talk about the Western Conference playoffs, because the only thing in the Eastern Conference is who thinks they're going to get Anthony Davis this season, which we can touch on in a little bit. But Western Conference... Um, if you're the Warriors, or even you as a Nuggets fan, who's the team you want to play the least, other than Golden State? If I'm the war, wait. If I'm the Warriors, either or. You want to be a Nuggets fan, or you want to be a Warriors fan? Who are uh, you most afraid of, regardless? Of the bottom of the five, of seats five through eight. Is that the any, question? any at all. Could be Oklahoma City. Could be Portland. It's not. It's not Portland. I'll give you a hint. That's could a, be the Jazz. Could be the Nuggets. Who's the biggest threat to the Warriors? Yeah. That, who's the big? That. Yeah. Who's the biggest threat to the Warriors? Um. You know, I love to say the Nuggets. I know but, you'd love to say that. Back it up. But their lack of experience in the playoffs. I mean, how often do you see a team that hasn't really been to the playoffs at all? And we got Paul Millstab. Other than that, we have pretty much no playoff experience. Are you reading my notes? Because that's the first bullet point I have under Nuggets in the playoffs. Uh, that's the only good note you have on this thing. <laughs> but uh, they have uh, a lack of a playoff experience. You don't. Mm. You just don't see teams. Usually, you have to kind of go through the trial of fire. You have to go through the first round, second round, work your way up, 
And I, I can see the Nuggets making out the first round, but the lack of experience is going to hurt them in the second round. You know, I agree with that. You look at the Sixers from last year, who were probably better than the Sixers, starting Terry Rozier, bunch of injuries, Jason Tatum. I mean, they didn't have a ton of experience, but I don't think Simmons and MB did either. And at the end of the day, the experience kind of cost them down the stretch. Yeah. So I think the Nuggets are great. You know it pains me to say that, but... <laughs> Uh, Brad's Wi-Fi password, just if you're ever in the area, it's Nuggets1 is the code. Uh, had to type that into my computer, but I don't agree with it, I'm sure it's it, the same password for all the neighbors. Uh, yeah, they all use it too. Yeah. But, so, you'd say the Nuggets are the scariest no, team? No, 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 that's my point, is I would like to say mm, the Nuggets. Okay. But that's my case against the Nuggets, uh, even though they've been the second best team in the Western Conf- Conference this season. Mm, um, record-wise. Honestly, I think that the, the, war, uh, the Warriors' toughest problem would be the Thunder. Very athletic. Paul George, we talked about. Russell Westbrook usually seems to give Steph Curry problems. Uh, I think that they're just a tough team to play against. Their defense is great. The beef with Durant and Russell Westbrook is also just fun to watch. You know, the cupcakes at Oklahoma City. You can tell they're still not on great terms. They might they might smile a little bit more, but you can tell it still bugs both of them, especially Russ. That's fun for all of us. I, I completely agree. I That team didn't... Did losing Carmelo Anthony make him that much better? I mean, are they... Could they lose to the Jazz in the first round again? I Could mean, they lose to Houston? I don't think they're beating either of those teams. You don't think they're beating Utah in the first round? I don't think they would if it was a 4-5 matchup. It, it depends who's the home team. You know, I just think they're going to be a better playoff team than they are a regular season team, and they've been a great regular season the team be- so far. So. So, so one thing surprising a lot of people talked about, especially me as a Jazz fan, is the fact that the Jazz had a really tough schedule and they struggled early in the season because of that. And the Thunder, on the other hand, had the hardest schedule, but they've played great. They've won nine out of their last ten, and they've played tough teams. And so you might be onto something that they get better. Russ has been there. Paul George has been there. Those battles in LeBron in the Eastern Conference five years ago. I think you might be right, but at the end of the day, does any do any of those teams take the Warriors to more than five games, six maybe? I mean, they are an all-star team. I mean, yeah, I can, I can yeah. see somebody getting them to six, but. That team would have to be, I think, OKC or Houston if James Harden stays hot. But uh, I don't see anybody really pushing them to seven like the Houston did last year. And here's what really shows how good that Warriors team is. You know, teams have always played defense on them, daring Draymond to shoot, right? They leave him open on the three. Sometimes he'll make five in a night. You lose that game ten times out of ten. But if he's missed, he's got a shot. The way the Jazz guarded last night, they were letting Boogie shoot too, which just tells you how good that team is. If you're letting a career 35% free throw shooter, <laughs> leave him open in the corner, right? Like, okay, let Ricky Rubio shoot, you know, any of those guys. Raul Neto, let him shoot. But Boogie, Rudy Gobert didn't have a choice because if he leaves the lane, it's wide open for Steph or KD to get through. So that's just a testament to how unreal good that team is at the end of the day. I mean, they were amazing when they had Kavon Looney at center. Uh, JaVale McGee. We'll swap him for Boogie Cousins. Yeah, yeah, that's tough to beat. Um, Changing gears along with the playoffs, are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? They're currently one game under five they They're 28 and 29. What are they, the nine seed? Uh, Before we do that, uh, what would make you happier? The Warriors losing, the, not winning the championship this year, or the Lakers missing the playoffs? If you could choose one to happen, which would you choose? Mm. I don't know if you recall this. I kind of root for the Warriors. It pains me to say oh, that. I, I know that's an unpopular opinion, but they're fun to watch. I do get excited when they win. Same thing with the Patriots. 
you gotta respect greatness at the end of the day, you know. You're the worst. Would you not have rooted for Michael Jordan in the '90s? Would you root no. against him? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It's just fun to watch teams be great. I would love nothing more than LeBron to miss the playoffs. Uh, I, I mean, I don't work for, root for the Warriors, but I agree with you. Listening the Lakers miss the playoffs would just make me so happy. Let Let me ask you this along that same line: If they miss the playoffs, does that affect free agent decisions? If you're Anthony Davis, if you're Tobias Harris, Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard, and you see a Lakers team that is LeBron and a bunch of guys that the Pelicans didn't want because they don't think any of them will ever be all-stars, does a Kawhi Leonard make that team a contender? Does an Anthony Davis make that team a contender? Or are they just a 54-win team that will lose to the Warriors or the Rockets in the Western Conference Finals? Uh, I mean, I think they're definitely a contender if they, if they added – uh, one of Anthony Davis or Kawhi. I think Kawhi is not going to the Lakers. Yeah, I, I think so. Does he go to uh, the Clippers? I think the Clippers are basically uh, all but done that he's going to the Clippers. Okay. That's what my sources say, at least. Who, yeah. Who are your sources? <laughs> uh, they're anonymous. Yeah. They like to say anonymous. They prefer not to say. to be very close to Kawhi. So. Uh, and I guess that depends. Do you think Kevin Durant is going to stay in Golden State or is he going to go to New York? Uh, I definitely think that New York, if I, if I was to place a bet right now, I would take the Knicks. I think he's going to the Knicks. How much of a bet would you like to place if you uh, were going to do that? A small bet. Uh, Just a couple savings, G's. My life savings, but that would be a very small bet. <laughs> yeah, let's, cl- let's clarify your life savings, not your wife's life savings. <laughs> yeah, my wife's life savings. <laughs> much better shape than mine. <laughs> very different. I picked a good one. Uh, but the uh, Warriors would have to – I completely lost where we were. Where were we? I'm not a good listener. That's fine. Uh, we can cut this part out. Not a big deal. So the Warriors, is, are they still the number one team if Kevin Durant leaves? If they keep Boogie? If Kevin Durant leaves, they can keep him. I mean, I don't think Boogie's going to stay. I just, I, I, I mean, mm. I think Clay definitely stays. I think so. Um, but regardless of what KD does, I think they keep Clay, and then I think they'll just hold on to the, their big three of Draymond, Steph, and Clay. And you know, I think Boogie will get paid somewhere else. Mm. You know, because that was kind of the talk is, hey, he might stick around if KD leaves to sort of prove himself. But I think everyone could agree that in the last, what, seven games he's been there, he looks great on offense, on defense. Fouling, not so much. His fouls per minute has to be top in the league, including technical fouls. He's already, I think, on the league list. Before he was healthy. Yeah, yeah. from from the bench, he's getting technical fouls, which is just fun. Uh Unrelated. In a fight, you have Jay Crowder or Boogie Cousins. Who you Boogie, got? You Boogie. think? Go ahead and ask me if I would take anybody else over Boogie Cousins. Is Boogie in the Co- world. is he real tough? Uh, he wears a headband backwards. I think that's fake tough. I mean, he looks he looks real tough. But uh, I mean, you want to take your chances against him? Me? You taking Boogie me? Cousins to the <laughs> what about Draymond? Could Draymond be Boogie? Draymond's no. mean. No. No one in the Boogie league. Has so much size on. Okay, Draymond? you you can have Boogie. I'll take Boban. <laughs> I'll meet you in the oh, streets well, with Boban. Boban's Serbian. He's seen things that Boogie could not, <laughs> not imagine us seeing. He's been places, seen things that he couldn't imagine. Hold on. Let's find out where Boogie Cousins is from. Let's uh, see. Kentucky, somewhere in the south. I think he's from New York. Let's see. Mm, high school, Lef- Mobile, Alabama. Ah. That can't be a super dangerous oh, yeah, place, tough. right? Yeah, he's tough. But uh, Boban, right? Or, I don't know. Tough call at the end of the day. Boban's got the reach, but well, that... he's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's the. T- I think he'd be the scariest person to fight in the entire league. Don't you think he's kind of like a hold me back guy, where like 
He wants someone to stop the fight before the fight starts. He doesn't really want to throw hands. No, he's ready to throw hands. Really? No. He's ready to throw hands. I don't know. Draymond is hold me back guy. Oh, I see. I think Chris Paul is a hold me back guy. Like he'll talk, but he he doesn't want to fight anybody he's picking beef with. Well, that's gonna take us to our next segment of Would You Rather. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's talk about the next ten years. You're the GM of whatever team. Uh, Would you rather have Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert? Sometimes I forget the Jazz roster. Jamal Murray no or or apparently Monty Morris and Nikola Jokic, <laughs> depending on how much of a Nuggets homer you are, or Tatum and Kyrie, do we want to call it that? Or who would you say their their mm-hmm. franchise pieces are? I thought we were doing the guard big thing. Okay, we, we can. Doing the guard big Let's thing? do the guard big thing, then we're going to throw in Doncic and Porzingis. Okay. Hit me. So should we rank them? Should we rank uh, them? Yeah, you, you go over your rankings, I'll go over mine. Wait, so we got Doncic and Porzingis, Murray and Jokic... Mitchell and Gobert, Simmons and Embiid? Yep. Okay, number four. You ready for the definitive ranking? As far as I'm concerned, wait till I start talking about it. My definitive ranking, number four, I think I would have to go Porzingis and Doncic. Mm. Now, I think Doncic is the best player out of this entire group. He will be the best player out of this entire group, but I'm worried about Porzingis. So I might be only getting one piece of the puzzle. I'm worried about Porzingis' health. He's too skinny. Uh, I actually saw the video of him. I didn't realize he's as skinny as he is. Oh, he is skinny. He he should eat more. Hopefully he has some Texas barbecue. <laughs> he might be in trouble because I think he weighs 180 pounds. Yeah, Dallas is a good... I mean, no offense to our many Dallas listeners, but is Texas, <laughs> is Texas the most overweight state in the, in the, in the uh, country? I Apparently they don't eat well in New York either. Where's he from? <laughs> Latvia? Is he Latvian? Yeah. They can't have good food. I agree, yes. Poor diet. Hopefully uh, Mark Cuban can share some of his secrets with him. Maybe he can can pack on a couple pounds. I'm sure you're listening. (laughs) Feeling the ribs, those Texas ribs. Uh, I I think I agree with you, but it is hard because I think Doncic will be the best player. And so it's hard to rank him at the bottom. But to your point, Porzingis is just a a question mark. So hard to tell from there. Who do you have third? Third? um, It's close. It's really close. Um, but I think I would put Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert at three. But it is very close. I don't know why we had you start. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll just finish the rest of my I, Do you I want have, to start arguing I, now I, about I, it, or do you want to skip to the end? I have Jazz at three, uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic at two, and Ben Simmons and Embiid at number one. But two and three are close. I Again, I think the best player of those four is Nikola Jokic. He's 23 years old, and he's already solidified himself as a top ten player in the league. MVP candidate. I mean, I think he has the highest ceiling. He's already the best player. The highest ceiling? What What else would he do? <laughs> That's you know, what, you, Like Kyle Kuzma, for example. A lot of people look at him and they're saying, hey, he's older, he's 23, 24, he's kind of peaked. Like, what else can Jokic do that would make his team better? Well, the difference between him and Kyle Kuzma is that... The athleticism? Jokic is only 23 years old, but... So if this is his peak, he's already solidified himself as a top 10 player in the league. Uh, I'll give you that. Kuzma isn't even like, what, top 30, top 40? No, yeah, he's around there. Uh, so, I mean, there's a difference there. But, I mean, Jokic, I mean, no players that have reached their peak at 23 years old. I mean, I'm, I'm just asking what else you think he's going to do for the team. I can tell I you. His, his shot's going to get better. He's going to okay. shoot better from three. I think he's going to get a better understanding of the game. Think he'll lose weight? You think he'll lose weight? I kind of don't want him He to. should talk to Porzingis. They should, they should trade diets for six months. I think they'd both be better. I think I don't want him to lose weight. He is unsta- he's unmovable in the post. Even Boogie Cousins couldn't move him around. I, we both watched the Nuggets-Jazz game a couple weeks ago, and 
you know, Rudy Gobert's a great defender, but Jokic was able to kind of body him for 20, what, 22 rebounds that game yeah. and was able to get to the basket as well, which is tough to do against Rudy Gobert. That's a lot of pudge to push. <laughs> so, I, I, so I would take Jokic over Gobert, and I think I would take Donovan over Jamal for the next 10 years, but okay. I think that the gap between Mitchell and Murray is mm. closer than the gap between Jokic and Gobert. I, would you agree that Donovan Mitchell has a higher ceiling than Jamal Murray? Um, I mean, or would you rather have the guy that shoots better? <laughs> he shoots better, but Donovan's obviously just a freak athlete. I, I just, I just think Donovan's going to be better in the long run. I, I know a lot of the knocks on him this year. Hey, he's a volume shooter. He's Carmelo Anthony. Uh, one of my friends just texts me any random comparison. He says he's like John Wall. He says he's like Victor Oladipo, who both those guys are 33% career three-point shooters, which Donovan Mitchell's at. I think he's young enough where his shot can get better. And I also think we saw this when he was point guard. There was better floor spacing with more Corver on the floor. He was able to get better looks, and that's over the last month when he's played awesome. So I think as that team evolves, as we get a point guard that can shoot, as Donovan Mitchell has the ball more, I think with the floor spacing, teams won't be able to cheat and help off as much, and he'll be able to shoot better from the field overall. I mean, yeah, he definitely has to work on the efficiency, but, I mean, it's only his second year. He's going to have a lot to improve on. Well, and even, we didn't even talk about the Celtics. Tatum, most people had him better than De'Aaron Fox, better than Mitchell, almost up to Simmons level, but he's kind of regressed this year. Too many cooks in the kitchen there in Boston. What do you think they need to do? Too many cooks in the kitchen. That was great. You like that? That's that wasn't really pl- that just came off the cuff. Did you write that down before? No, it's not on the That's notes. Great. It's just upstairs. Um, I mean, again, yeah, there is too many cooks in the kitchen in Boston. Like it's, t- it's tough <laughs> for you to evaluate Tatum because I think he's so talented. And we saw what he did in the playoffs last year. I mean, he was... Incredible. Did you see his dunk on Ben, on ben Simmons last night? Uh, I saw his, I saw his dunk near Ben Simmons on his. You don't think it was on? Stretch. Oh come on! Come, ben Simmons was in the neighborhood, certainly. It was sure near Ben certainly. Simmons. But uh, I mean, I think he's going to be great. Uh, I don't know who I think is going to be better for the next ten years, Tatum or, or Donovan. I, I think size. I mean, when you're six nine, you can have more potential, higher ceiling. But well, let's uh, let's do this for these players we just talked about. Uh, Doncic, I think, can be almost as good as LeBron. I don't want to say that he is the next LeBron, but I think he can be something like that, where he averages 25, 6, and 6, 7, and 7, leads a team to championships. Dallas will win a championship in the next 10 years, certainly. Would you agree? Uh, I mean, I think he's going to be an MVP. Yeah. Okay, so, an MVP, more personal. I mean, so an MV- if he's, I mean, if you have an MVP like that, then... You should be close. Should be close. Uh, uh, make, uh, make a championship similarly, what's your what's your Jamal Murray comparison? Where do you see him in ten years? What does he look like? You know what? I see him on the. On, I don't want to say the low end because he's great, but uh, he's, of, not he's not listing. He's not listing. I see him as Kemba Walker like. Okay. Uh, Who is underrated, by the way? Very underrated. Awesome I mean, player. He, like I don't see Jamal as a guy who can carry a team mm. to like being a contender or being a top four seed like Kemba. But if he is your second or third best player, like then, like a two B or a three A yeah, type then, thing, then he's great. Okay. He's great, and he's in good shape because hopefully he stays in Denver for a long time, and uh, he's gonna have Jokic there the whole time. So he's always gonna be a, a second guy or a third guy if we are, if Denver's able to get somebody better. But um, I see him as Kemba Walker like, okay, a, a real score. The Nuggets would be thrilled if he turns into that. Kemba Walker is an awesome player. You're great. Uh, same thing with Tatum. Who do you who do you compare Tatum to? You know, everybody wants to compare him to Melo when he was in the draft, which is 
insult. I'd hate to be the Hall of Famer, Mello, future <laughs> Hall, of Hall of Famer, Famer. but that's gotta Hall hurt. Because he beat Turkey six. He's times. still in the league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he beat Turkey. Um, Jason Tatum. Uh, you know, Kobe off- Light. Offensively, offensively, I see him like Paul George if, at his ceiling. Mm. Paul George, like. But I'm not sure the defense can get That's what they said about Jalen Brown. They had very similar second-year stats before Jalen Brown quit playing basketball. I don't know. <laughs> he's a smart guy. Play. He went to Harvard. I don't know where he's at now. <laughs> did he? I thought so. Jalen Brown? Let's fact-check it. Maybe I'm wrong. He did not go to Harvard. Let's find out. Cal. No, he did go to Cal. Why did Are I think Harvard? Cal to Harvard the Why did I think Harvard? Wow, this is getting edited out, certainly. Uh, that was bad. That was really bad. Two dollars. Um, he spoke at Harvard. I'm sure that's what I just oh, mixed it up he? with. Uh, I guess. So he did go to Harvard. Yeah, he did. I wasn't wrong. He did go to Harvard. He did go to Harvard. Okay. Uh, so you said like a Paul George, like not not a number one guy, won't lead a team to a championship, but if he's your two and maybe like a 1A, sort of like Paul George, Paul George you've got yeah, a shot. 1B. Yeah, I could see him being like a 1B. Okay. And Donovan Mitchell, this is one, I think he hopefully will be better than Victor Oladipo. I think that's a good comparison. They're athletic. They're good shooters. They're not great shooters. Victor Oladipo's older, had a lot of injuries, and if Mitchell can stay healthy, I think he can be the best version of Oladipo. I don't know if that's a 1A that can lead a team to a championship, but fingers crossed for me. Uh, I think we could both agree the Nuggets and Jazz are at least one good, great piece away from a championship. What would you say? Um, They're definitely... It's fun because they're kind of in the same place. They're both... I mean, their stars are very young. Um, Both improving. You look at what Jokic has done over the last three years as well as Gobert. Gobert couldn't catch a pass until this year. Now all of a sudden he can catch an alley-oop, which I don't know why it took him six part. years. Yeah, <laughs> yes, some alley-oops. Only from Ricky Rubio, not from Joe Ingles, which is weird. But um, uh, They're definitely a big piece away. The, the hard thing about when you're Denver or Utah, you're not L.A. or New York, is that getting that piece is a lot harder. Yeah. You can't get through free agency. You have to make a trade, or I mean, it's gonna be we're not gonna have great draft picks because we'll be winning for. The as long as you guys keep trading us yours, we'll be fine. Just send another one our way. <laughs> we'll we'll keep sending you Trey Lyles. You keep sending us future all stars. Yeah, where are you in the standings? We're going up. That's all that matters. Hmm. Uh, with, with that, I'd like to bring something up um, for both of our teams. Would you agree that? Maybe, I don't want to get personal here, but being a Blazers fan, do you think that'd be fun, like winning 49 games and getting swept every year in the playoffs? Is that fun? Okay, I, I want to talk about this. Yeah, please. So this, you, this is off the notes. This is all off the cuff at this point, so folks. Just to go with that, so if I gave you two scenarios for, for the Jazz for the next 10 years, and say for the next 10 years they are a regular playoff team, mm. second round. The Blazers. <laughs> a conference finals appearance twice. Just regular, always in the playoffs, always in relevance. Um, or I gave you another scenario where like a team like the Knicks might have recently, if they do get KD, if they get stars, mm. where you were really bad, you have a couple good seasons, one results in a championship, and then you lose your stars, and you have another more six years of the bottom of the barrel. What yeah. would you take? I'm going to answer that hopefully with the real-life example. Right now, two of the most exciting teams in the league are the Nets and the Kings. So fun. Right? They've been bad. Have, the Nets, have, have they ever been good before Jason Kidd and Vince Carter? Were they ever uh, good before? They've never been good in Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not good. Paul Pierce should have won him a ship there. You know, It's crazy that didn't work out. 
and the Kings, to your point, have been bad for a couple years since Mike Bibby and Chris Christie. <laughs> yeah, you know, Peja Stoyakovich, first off, greatest shooter of all time. Don't forget that. But those teams are exciting because I think they're trending upward. I look at the Jazz, I look at the Nuggets, the Kings, the Nets. All of those teams are trending in the right direction. Your example of like being consistently good, I know that's kind of the, the history of the Jazz. is like, hey, we had Stockton, we had Malone. They haven't had a ton of bad seasons. They're the only franchise to have not won less than 20 games in any single season. But I would rather us take a risk and bottom out to try and trade for a Tobias Harris to make some sort of a jump and end up it costing us than to just kind of stay put. So I guess what I'm saying is I'd rather try and win a championship than win 54 games and lose to the Warriors, the Rockets, the Mavericks in the future, whatever. Where are you at? I completely agree. I'm, or am I supposed to take the other side? Is this on the podcast? We can agree on some things, not everything. I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, it's about winning championships. So you have to take do what it takes to. Uh, that was my wife. She's watching the Nuggets game. You might have heard her, but uh, I, love, I love when she watches the Nuggets. Down ten to the Kings. Uh, but um, no, I completely agree. It's all about winning a championship, doing what it takes. So if you're the Blazers. Like, it's fine. Hold, hold on. The Blazers just signed Enos Cantor. Do you think this is enough that's, to put him, put him over the top? That's a whale. That's a big fish. <laughs> Certainly big. <laughs> uh, he's Yusuf Nurkic but can't play defense is really who Enos Cantor is. Or do you think Rodney Hood was the one that will push him over the edge? Uh, it's certainly not either one of them. Uh, but uh, the Blazers, I mean, Damian, we all love Damian Lillard. Everybody knows Damian Lillard's great, but he's just Another not Donovan one Mitchell comparison. Similar. Not as good of a shooter, but... Oh, Don would kill to be able to shoot like Damon. Oh. Get a pass and run the pick and roll like Damon. <laughs> yeah, where's that gotten them? <laughs> Regular playoff team. S- swept by the <laughs> New Orleans... By a player that doesn't even want to be on his team is who they lost to. No, the, the Blazers have to do something different. I, I agree on it's that. It's fun to put butts in seats every year, but... That's, yeah, RIP to their owner. Is he the one that died? Really, I think he is yeah. the one that died. For sale, by the I was way. very sad. I didn't know that. Are they going to Seattle? <laughs> I mean, or Las Vegas. Arch rivals, Portland and Seattle. That yeah, can't work. go Sounders or Timbers. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's finish up on the NBA with the last thing. Uh, Anthony Davis, where does he play basketball next year? Wow. Um, Denver Nuggets. Really? No. You don't think he'd be the best center on the team? Uh, as much as I hate to say it, I, they always get what they want. Always give it a lot. Kawhi, Kawhi and Paul George. Paul George did the same thing. Hey, I want to go to L.A. He's in Oklahoma City, and he's never been happier. Uh, by the way, all these guys, when they request a trade, say they're all about winning, and then they list the teams that they're interested in as New York, <laughs> Brooklyn, and L.A. teams. So if you're only interested in winning as long as you're in New York or L.A., yeah, I'm sick of people saying that. Just say you want to go to a big market. I'm sick of it. I agree. I agree. But as much as I hate to say they always get what they want. I mean, I just can't help but feel like he's going to play for the Lakers. I disagree. I think he's going to play in Boston next year. And I don't know if that's with or without Kyrie, but I think that's where he's going to go at the end of the day. I think they've got the the picks, right? If Kyrie walks, the Boston Celtics will be pretty aggressive in their offer. If he stays, they might be willing to trade Tatum. They might be willing to trade Hayward and Brown. If you trot out Tatum, Kyrie, Anthony Davis... An old Al Horford, a Marcus Smart. I don't know if they can afford all those guys, but to some extent, that's a pretty good lineup, especially we're all assuming KD's probably leaving. I don't think that if they don't know, if they don't believe that Kyrie's going to stay, or if they don't get some kind of commitment that Kyrie's going to stay, I don't think they try to trade for Anthony Davis at all. 
Mm, they just kind of regress a little bit. I mean, I don't think it's worth giving up assets if you're not going to pair AD with Kyrie. But hold, hold on to Tatum, hold on to your own players, hold on to the draft picks. Hold on to the four wings that all do the same thing and hope that works out. Don't they always have like a top three pick in the draft? That's true. Like I, the I think, yeah, they, they have Brooklyn or Sacramento's pick just forever. <laughs> like, whichever one's better, they just get from here on yeah. out. Uh, we kind of talked about this before the podcast is like the assets, right? You've got Jalen Brown. He was a, a, an asset worth more last year than he is this year. How long can they sit on him? Should they just keep keep waiting? Or at some point, you've got to make a move and trade, right? I mean, I think it's there. He passes the eye test, though. But he's not getting any touches there. That's true. Not getting any minutes, not getting any touches. I mean, it's just a crowded, crowded lineup. What was it, too many cooks in the kitchen? Too many cooks too in many the kitchen. Cooks. Too many cooks. So, too many big noses on the podcast. <laughs> we do have the two biggest noses. All right, so let's let's wrap it up here with trending sports news. Uh, as a Broncos fan, Joe Flacco, former former Super Bowl MVP. Are you excited to have him? Is he your starting quarterback? Uh, excited is a strong word. Mm. Uh, but he describe it in one word. Describe him in one word. Your feelings towards having Joe Flacco. Uh <laughs> That's not a word, That's I don't think. I Mel, is that a word? No. Not a word. Try again. Uh, that's all I have. It's like, uh, better. That's my word, better. May- maybe. But he got replaced by a quarterback that actually doesn't know how to throw a football, just for the record. <laughs> so if you're eh about that, I guess we'll see what I happens. Mean, I I don't know. This isn't a great draft for quarterbacks. I mean, it could. Kyler Murray could be great. Dwayne Haskins could be great. But Kyler Murray, the five foot eight quarterback? Yeah, like Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield. That's a new thing. I mean, I guess we'll see. You're in trouble if you're over six foot. These days. Uh, I'm picking the Browns for the Super Bowl. I just want to be on record before anyone else can say Save it. Save that. Fun. Save that recording. Uh, similar, Antonio Brown. What? I actually hate that all these players like request a trade. He's on a good team. He has a good quarterback. They have a great offensive line. He had over 1,000 yards, over 100 receptions. What, like 14 touchdowns? Where does he want to go? And what does he want? These receiver divas. I mean, he wants to go to San Francisco so much he cropped a photo of him with Jerry Rice. Because, do you think he's ever met Jerry Rice? I don't think Jerry Jerry Rice wants to meet him. Antonio, <laughs> receivers are good for like four years in today's league, and then they wash out. Oh, he's a diva. Would you want him? Would you want your team to trade for him? Uh, receivers don't win championships, unfortunately. Defenses win championships. Good quarterbacks win championships. Uh, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. We have... Maybe the best receiver duo in the league, a top two, three receiver duo in the league, and we didn't make the playoffs. So I'm all for having a good receiver, but at the end of the day, you need a, a decent defense, a good quarterback, and some fine receivers. You can. Who did the. Julian Edelman is apparently the Julian Super Bowl Edelman. MVP. Uh, did Chris Hogan play in the Super Bowl? I can't name another receiver on the team. Uh, Chris Hogan did play. I don't think he had any catches. Brandon, Hooks is, Brandon Cooks is not on their team anymore. Can you name another Patriots receiver? Uh, Wes Welker. Uh, <laughs> You're just naming white guys that play in the NFL right now. Any white guy in the NFL plays with the Patriots. Jo- Josh Gordon, did he suit up for that game? <laughs> Malcolm Butler, maybe? Yeah. Uh, all right, and one one more NBA thing before we wrap up with the Would You Rather segment. Uh, Markel Fultz, anything you want to say about him? Uh, worth a shot for the Magic, I think. Another, they need another guy that can't shoot like with Mo Bamba and Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz I mean their point guards are DJ Augustine and 
I don't know how DJ Augustine is still in the league. Oh, he'll always be in the league. And they had Alfred Payton. The the they have year. Alfred Payton's hair. Is he uh, kind of our generation's Andre Miller? <laughs> DJ Augustine? Yeah. Uh, Not quite as good. More arc on the jumper, certainly. He'll be in the league forever. I, th- I think you're right, actually. Him and Raymond Felton. Raymond Felton. Pound for pound. <laughs> one of the best point guards in the league. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With Markel Fultz, I went back and watched some of his college highlights. He was really good. Really, really good. In a loss. Which is fine. I mean, Ben Simmons didn't win. and He didn't go to class. He also didn't win games at LSU. That's true. Same jumper. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't do the back and forth with the ball. Uh, let's finish up with a couple would you rathers. Just rapid fire. Uh, I'll ask you a couple, and if you have any you want to ask as well. And then what's going to happen? And then you want to do for listening? Well, we'd just like to thank all of our listeners, uh, Missy and Char. We really appreciate <laughs> you guys taking some time out. Also, our sponsors, Costco Muffins. Just want to clarify, that's only poppy seed and chocolate. We are not sponsored by blueberry muffins from Costco. But we'll turn it over to Brad here to wrap it up. Thanks again for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends to subscribe, rate, review. We're coming straight for the top of the podcast uh, mountain. So get on the train soon so that you can tell all your friends that you are with us from the beginning. And thanks again for listening. You are now in in the the nose. nose.